Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. What you do, and we'll start in child's pose when you're ready. So, pretty all-purpose practice today. Dialing into some balance, backbend, hip opening work. That'll set us up for a nice, nice little Saturday to follow. Susan, how many beers in are you? Two? We have two beer minimum? <laughs> I mean, it's 11.30 there. It's fine. That's the appropriate number to have before 11.30, right? All right. Have a moment to let your eyes fall gently closed, the mask of your face soften, and your jaw release. Just do those things. Eyes close, face softens jaw softens. Note that sensation of letting go in the sensory muscles and the communication muscles. As we move through, things get a little heavy, they get a little uh, warm, they get frustrating in any way. See what you can do about that. The mask of the face, the jaw, the eyes. That if the way we're perceiving and the way we're communicating with ourselves can shift, right? Good stuff happens. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Breathe all the way out here. With an inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. And exhale, bend the knee, open the hip. Inhale, straighten your leg. Reach up through the heel, through the ball of the foot. And then exhale, knee in towards your chest. You rock forward into a high plank, knee to chest. Step the foot down into a low lunge. And straighten the front leg. Bend back into back knee down. Breathe in, right elbow up toward the ceiling and the bow pull twist. Keep a cactus arm here and squeeze the right shoulder blade to the back. Good. Then as we exhale, hand comes down and go across the standing arm. Reach for sidewall twist. Then inhale. You're going to open the right arm again. Step your right foot back and out to the side in a kneeling straddle. And open up. And then exhale down and through. Thread the needle between arm and leg. Inhale, bring this back up, open twist. Okay, careful your furniture back there. Take the arm forward, leg back, balance. Mm -hmm. And then exhale, hand and knee down. Tuck your toes, downward dog. Breath in here through your nose. And breath out through your mouth. Inhale, left leg up and back behind. 
exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, straighten the leg. Exhale, knee to chest, shift forward in a high plank, press the floor away, big step, low lunge. Good. Breathe in, straighten your front leg. Breathe out, bend into the lunge again, back knee down. And breathe in, left elbow toward the ceiling, open into a cactus arm, bow pull twist, and squeeze shoulder blade toward your spine. And come down and across the standing arm like you're bowing a cello. Twist. I guess you probably wouldn't twist as much if you were actually playing the cello. Inhale, open the arm up. Good. Take left leg out to the side, that kneeling straddle, and down and through, thread the needle. Breathe in, up and open. All right, again, walls, furniture, right? get all those. Bring the left arm and left leg to reach, left arm forward, left leg back. Yep, it's not easy. And then exhale, hand down, knee down, downward facing dog. Pause, check in with face, throat, jaw. If anything can soften there, do. You just don't need that extra energy and being held anywhere. It's just not helpful. So we let it go. Now look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. Wrap your arms around one another. Pinky finger in elbow crease is the way that's done. And then you let your hands and your elbows get heavy so that the side bodies lengthen out, right? So like, feet are about mat distance apart, depending on your height, right? Maybe a little inside, a little outside, but somewhere around there. We're not quite a straddle, but wide. Breath in. Breath out through your mouth. And release your hands to the mat and walk your feet together. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, hands together, heart center. We'll pause, you close your eyes, soften your face, soften your jaw. And then bring strength from the ground up. Root your feet down. Ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel. Imagine trying to pull your mat apart between your feet. Right? Just pulling away from center. Lift all 10 of your toes, spread them out. Place them back down. See if you can do that one by one. Right. Notice the muscles of your lower leg. Squeeze quadricep muscles to lift your kneecap. Narrow in through your waist, broaden out through your heart. Feel sternum and thumbs together. Heart lifting the hands. Check in with the back of your neck. Lift the back of your skull, brain up. Let your eyes float gently open. Set them at eye level right in front of you. Bow that in. Where is eye level when you're standing tall and upright? What's the sensory experience of setting your gaze at your eye level? A breath in, breath all the way out. We'll move. Sane, inhale, reach up. 
and exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, full. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, accentuate your length. And exhale, sit back low as you go, heels down. Doesn't need to be low, but low as you go. Press your feet down, reach up, mountain pose, extend. Exhale, bow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, tighten in, lower all the way to the floor. Locust pose, inhale, squeeze the back body, lift, squeeze shoulder blades in towards center. Release down slow, press up hands and knees, tuck your toes, walk your hands back. Hands on fingertips, feet parallel, sit as low as you go in this squat, heels down. Bow forward, catch your legs and hug in. Tuck your chin up. And inhale, walk back out to a high plank, really tighten it up. Lower to the floor slow. Cobra pose, press all 10 toenails down, squeeze your back, hug the elbows in, release down slowly, press back, hands and knees, tuck your toes, down dog, when you're empty, look to your right hand, step your right foot up there wide, toes turned out, left, step up, hips down, inhale, hands off the floor, lift your chest, malasana, exhale, hands down, bow, walk your feet together. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back, reach forward. Breathe in, stand up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank and tight. Lower to the floor. Inhale, locust pose. Squeeze your back body. Everything tightens to lift. And exhale, release. Press up, hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Walk your hands back, feet parallel. Fingertips on the mat. Sit back. Heel stay down. Bow forward. Catch the legs. Hug in. Breathe in. Walk your hands out. High plank. Breathe out. All the way to the mat. All 10 toenails on the floor. Peel up for cobra. Hug the shoulder blades down and in. 
Release down slowly. Press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Empty. Look to your left hand. Step the left foot. Then right foot. Toes are turned slightly out. You inhale your way to Malasana. Arms inside the legs. You lift your chest. Then exhale. Hands down. Lift your hips as you walk the feet together full. Good. Nice work. Inhale. Ukatasana. Chair pose. Exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway and heel toe your feet, hip distance apart. Right foot back, breathe in, reach up, crescent. Hands to your heart, to the mat, step back. High to low push up or your variation thereof. Breathe in, upward facing dog or back bend of your choice. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Tighten your right leg and on your inhale, take it up and back behind you. Squeeze it tight. Move with control. Exhale, bend the knee. Bring it to your right elbow. Big step into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart. Up front, step up lightly and with skill. Feet together, neaten it all up. Halfway lift. And exhale, fold. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, and heel toe your feet apart. Then left leg back, big step, control. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. Hands to heart, to the mat. Breathe out, high or low push up. Breathe in, back bend of choice. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Empty, tighten your left leg. Bring it up behind you with skill and control. Reach. Bend the knee, bring it into your left elbow. Big step, low lunge. Breathe in, crescent. Hands to heart, center chest in line with front thigh. Put fingertips down, step up. With control, lightly, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Again, lunge citations, new variation. Inhale, ukatasana, well, not new, different variation. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart. Right leg back, knee down on Janiyasana. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to the mat. Breathe out. Your choice is here. Empty. The inhale draws you into your back bend. Exhale. Get clear. Look to your right hand. Right foot step straight up there. Breathe in, reach up. Crescent. Hands to heart, to the mat, step up lightly and with skill feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, hold. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet at distance. Left leg back, knee down. 
Breathe in, Anjani Asana. Press your feet into the floor. Hands to heart, to the mat. Step back, high to low. Breathe in for your back bend. Let it draw you up, back of your head up, eye level. Then down dog, breathe all the way out. When you're empty, look to your left hand. Straight step up. Breathe in, reach. Hands to heart. To the mat, step up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Hold tightly in. Good. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana, moving into sun B. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your right hand, right foot straight ahead, back foot flat, breathe in, reach up, sit low. Hands to heart, to the mat. You could step back down dog or the push-up, upward facing dog. We'll meet up, down dog, get all your breath out. Look to your left hand, step the left foot straight ahead, back foot flat, press down, reach. Hands to heart, to the mat, press the floor, down dog or low push-up. Breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe out, pause here, a breath, check in with face, throat, set of your eyes, get empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop top of the mat, good, breathe and lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Three warrior salutations, sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. High or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Right foot straight ahead, warrior one, reach up. Open out, warrior two. Good. Stay low, breathe in, revert. Exhale, come up through warrior two, clock it first, look to your mat, then your low push up. <laughs> breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Look to your left hand. Left foot straight ahead. Breathe in, reach up. Warrior one. Open up. Warrior two. Sit low. Breathe in. Reverse. When you start to exhale first, come upright and spot the mat. Look forward, chest forward. Step back. Your variation here, you breathe out. You breathe in, downward facing dog, breathe all the way out, and now a breath, savor it, fully in, you got plenty of time, 
all the way out. Like there is no hurry to get to the next thing because you know the next thing is another ukutasana or some stuff like that. Forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. We're going to twist to the right. You're going to inhale your arms open. And when you exhale, press your right foot down. Left foot steps back, twisting lunge. Press into your front foot. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, side angle pose. Breathe in, come up to warrior two. Breathe out, hands to your mat, look forward, heart forward, step back. Take the momentum out of that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Sit your hips low, ukatasana, chair pose, reach. Exhale, hands to heart center, send your hips back and twist. Breathe in, open your arms. Heart forward, press into your left foot, right leg back. Pull your heart forward as you step back. Press into your feet, warrior two, breathe in. That front foot that keeps you steady. Breathe outside angle pose. Sit low in your front leg. When you breathe in, come up warrior two. Clock it, stop it. Then look to your mat. Hands down. Heart forward, you step back. Plank to your back bend. Breathe in. And breathe out. Downward facing dog. Breathe. Stop motion here. Breathe. We want to get more skillful. We want to get more balanced, right? This vinyasa thing, we got to take the momentum out, right? So uh, the idea of going with the flow, right, is not to go with momentum or be pulled by gravity. It's to find your flow of breath and to line up your movement with precision, getting into a flow state in the mind, because you're so engaged in what you're doing, which is absolutely the opposite of being pulled along. You know, go with the flow is such a cliche thing. Uh, you know, a lot of times the flow of life, like we don't want to go where it's going. Right? We want to like make our choices and choose to be in like, good stead with ourselves. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mountain. And breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe. And I just realized that like going with the flow as a uh, like momentum or gravity thing, it's like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on the internet. Like it's easy to do. That's not the flow state, just so you know. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out. We're going to take eagle. Right arm under, right leg over. Then when you inhale, you're going to unwind. Mountain pose. Then other side, eagle. Exhale. Inhale. 
unwind. Now you've got your own breath pattern. Keep it steady. Right? Same thing side to side. We're going eagle to mountain pose. On your breath, where you get a full exhale to do the eagle pose well. And a full inhale to expand and reach. Right? I'm going to stop because too many times we watch what the teacher's doing. And you got to stop doing that if you want to do any kind of yoga at all. You cannot just watch the teacher. Right? So you go in and out of eagle with your breath. And it's okay. Like if you find yourself like, oh my God, I always watch the teacher. Totally fine. We're conditioned to do that since preschool. Right. Don't bounce out of the poses or into the poses. Right. Stop at the bottom of the eagle. Like you're making an imprint of it. Unwind. Find the top of the inhale. Right. There's a pause between the breath, the kumbhaka. Be in that, in the full expression of eagle. Be in that, in the full expression of mountain pose. So just a couple more rounds. I'm going to be quiet. You really find that difference between flow and momentum. Really good precision and power. Next time you hit the left side, or if you're on the left side, you'll make your way back to Samastiti, hands at heart, when you're ready. Take your time. There is no rush. Right. Be complete. Good. Feel what's going on in your body, the sensory experience of you. Grow roots through your left foot. And let your right foot find its way to tree. Right? So this is one of our poses that we're working for equanimity this month. Let the right foot find its own way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't manipulate yourself. Manipulate means using your hands to do something. Don't manipulate other people and don't let them manipulate you. Your tree pose, you're going to be here for a few breaths. It's our pose that we're working this month, right? And you're just, this week, getting a read on it, right? All of these postures have anatomical challenges, right? You can put yourself in a, in a physically challenging asana. You want to reach, you want to do all the things, totally fine. You can put yourself in an anatomically kind of modest position and work with the physiological kind of sense of balance, right? You can do this pose so many different ways. It means nothing about you as a human being, what you choose. It means that you've chosen well. Right. And I just notice what, do you, what, is, what goes on in your mind. Right? Do you have a performative kind of lens? This is about how you're doing, how you're looking. Right. Do you have an anxiety of falling? Like this, this is stuff that comes up okay, for, for us on different days. But what? What does go on in your body and your mind? What are your exit doors? One more breath here. And then hands to heart, foot to mat, and pause. Okay. Just pause. Just pause. Close your eyes. Soften your face. Notice right now, right, this, this is like a really potent moment in the practice, with standing between balance poses. It's really powerful to get yourself back 
in a composed state. But often we uh, we get off track here. Like reactions happen to all of us. Okay. And if you say they're not happening, then what's happening in you is called denial and resistance. So just what is coming up? And if it's denial and resistance, cool. Like, cool. Notice that. Okay. Other side should go roots through your right foot. Do that first. And then let the left foot, let it create its own reality. Right? The left leg just does the work. And if the left leg can get up to the point where you're placing it by itself, there's a much better chance it's going to stay there. Right? And if we get really wigged out on where that foot's placed, uh, you know, just notice that. If you have some drive in you to put your heel all up in there, that could be cool. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's your drive. Like, that's what's driving you as a human being is to get your heel up there. Notice it. What's driving you is that cup of coffee you're going to have after this. Notice it. Right? Right. What's driving you? What's getting at you? What are the reactions that are coming up? Is useful practice for your mental game, for your emotional game. You don't need to be perfect at this. The balance isn't a performance. No one gives a flying flip what your tree looks like. Not even me. What does it feel like? What comes at you? Right. Like the self-awareness. Right. And you don't ever have to tell anyone about this. Like whatever comes up for you, you notice it. It's not for public consumption. You breathe. Right. We're here for a while because like we need to be in it a while to get this kind of response in our body. Right. A couple more breaths. You're gonna make it. You've made it through one hundred percent of the yoga classes you've taken so far. In fact, the studio has a hundred percent survival rate of every class. Breath in, and then slowly breath out, hands to heart, foot to mat, and just pause with yourself what comes up, right? Again, never have to tell me or anybody else. It will be valuable to you not to skip that part. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And we'll exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, breathe out, low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Bring your feet together at the back of your mat and inhale your right leg up and back behind you. Tighten it, tighten it, tighten it. Bend the knee, bring it to your chest, rock forward, step on your center line, come up and around to warrior two. Then you're going to take the longest warrior two that you can possibly take that you have ever taken. Straighten your front leg and bring your right hand down inside it. Different variation of triangle, it's okay. If you can do the floor, do the floor. If you absolutely need a block, okay. But if you can get the hand flat to the floor, go for it. And just take your feet apart as wide as it takes to get there. Press the standing hand down. Cactus your upper arm and rotate your chest. 
So uh, we're, we're kind of bridging that between triangle and side plank here. You're really working uh, right hand into the mat or your block. If you can get it flat, get it flat and work down as you then stack the shoulders. So a little just different variation on what we normally do. Breathe here. Three. Two. And then bend into your front knee. Come back up to that really big warrior two. Straighten the front leg. Turn to the side of your mat for straddle fold. Parallel your feet. Walk them in, like just a little wider than your rag doll, like just a little wider than uh, what you would normally do for that. Then hinge at your hip, bow. You can bow into this uh, just rather modest straddle at this moment. Hands to the mat or to blocks again, flat. Hug your elbows in. Drop your head. Now, Press your hands into the mat. And you're going to press them forward, same direction as the fingers are pointing. Press them forward and pull your body toward your legs. So hands are really active here. Arms are really active. Good. Yeah. What we're trying here is to get the spine as vertically aligned upside down as possible. So as much of an inverted quality as we can, which means if you can take your feet back or you take your hands back and get your chest a little closer to your thighs, do. Right? And if not, no big deal. But your head is dropped as it's going to be. Good. And on your inhale, draw your heart forward. Rest you bend your knees, bend your knees like a lot. Come up to stand. And turn toward the front of the mat. Front toe straight ahead, back foot at a diagonal. So we've got this set up about hip distance. When you look at your uh, right foot is in line with right hip, left foot is in line with your left hip. That seems obvious, but if we get on a tightrope, this is going to be hard. Okay, so lift and then hinge, keep a flat back here. Flat back, left hand is going to go on your shin. However flexible you are, it's going to go on your shin. Uh, if, you're not, if you're not able to catch the shin, then the thigh is great. But if you could touch the floor, uh, that's fine uh, for another day. Today, the shin. Press the shin back. Pull your heart forward. Hands going back. Heart's going forward. Right arm's coming to a cactus. Pull the shoulder blade toward the spine. Pull your right hip back. Right hip back. Shoulder blade toward the spine. Breathe. Checking with your face, your throat, your eyes. Breath in, and then on an exhale, unwind this thing, hand to the mat, step back, down dog, or low push-up, upward-facing dog, and downward-facing dog. Feet together. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind. Breathe out, bring the knee to your chest, rock forward, step on your center line. Back foot flat, sit low in your front thigh, come up or two, say low in the front thigh, and then get deeper. Just like, like without reservations, you go to the deepest warrior two you're going to have, straighten the front leg, and then left hand down to the floor if possible, a block if needed. Okay. Uh, often you can uh, go a little bit um, deeper if you take the feet a little wider. Once you get the hand down, you might be able to get the hand to the floor. Bend the upper arm, cactus and pull the shoulder blade in toward the center of your back. Drive your left hand down, right shoulder blade in, 
one of the things you might notice in this particular variation when you get the hand, it's inside the foot, right? So take a look at your hand and your foot. The inside of the foot is the big toe side, just uh, because, you know, we're like, we, we didn't get an owner's manual to the body, so, you know. We should have gotten that, right? Does everyone feel like we should have gotten that? Like, like our third grade teacher should have given us the manual to the and press your left hand down. When you get that action, that twisting action, right, you might notice a different sensation than the usual triangle. We're going for that breath in and breath out. Bend your front knee. Come up. Warrior two, that deep warrior two. That deep warrior two. Nobody likes it. It's okay. Straighten up. Turn to the side. Push out. This time, uh, start with... Average straddle, lift up, and then hands to the floor flat out in front of you, flat back. So you flat back uh, and walking your feet as wide apart as they go into a straddle split. Now, split is relative, only means that you're taking your feet away from center. Right? Back is flat. Hips in line with your heels. So I see some hips in the room that have gone forward of the heels. Everybody push your hips back a little bit. Just everybody, even if you think I'm not talking to you, put them back in line with your feet. You can look at your leg bones and see them coming from your heels. And then you can see if your hips are going to drift forward for the toes. Uh, that's because your body's smart. So everybody just check in, know where your bum is. It's just a general good life like to know where your bottom is, like any given moment. Good. And breath in. And breath out. Soften your jaw, your face, your eyes. And, you know, walk your feet in, getting good ground underneath you to press into your feet and come up to stand. Turn toward the front of your mat and the front toes, straight ahead, the back foot at the diagonal. You're going to, again, just check that your feet line up with your hips. And that means, um, you know, uh, side to side, the, the parallel stance. If you want to be a little wider, that's totally fine. Uh, no more narrow than that. Lift up. We're going to hinge, coming to that flat back again. Right hand's going to go to the left shin. And it's going to press back into the shin as you pull your chest forward. And then upper arm's going to cactus. You squeeze the shoulder blade toward the spine. Pull your left hip back, left shoulder blade in toward the spine. And this is analogous to that balance challenge of the uh, beginning of the class where the one arm reached forward and the same leg reached back. Pull the hip back. Pull the shoulder blade to the spine. Breathe. Breath in. Breath out. Unwind it. Hands to the mat. Step back down dog or low push up. Breathe in for your back bend. Breathe out to down dog. Bring your knees down to the mat. Sit back to child's pose for a moment. Feel what's going on in your body. Very different body than the one that walked onto this mat. Changed by you through your practice. I'm going to come up to sit on the heels for Vajrasana. Uh, just for a moment of... Of realigning. So take your hands, one to low belly, one to your sacrum. 
draw those in right, toward each other. Right. And then arms at your sides. Just have the sense of front body open. And then one hand and the other around your back to uh, place light fists on either side of your sacrum. So your, your fists are like on the, uh, they're on the rim of the pelvis here. And you press your elbows back behind. Now, pretty much for all of us as we do this, head wants to drop a little forward. Bring your gaze back to eye level. Feel what it's like to set your head, uh, chin level. Okay, so it's neither, neither pulled in nor, nor sticking out. But you just level in your head, brain's lifting up. Hug the elbows together. Good. Press into your shins and rise up in this position. Good. All right, so we're, we're preset for camel. Pull the elbows toward one another. Then you're going to think of center of your chest. That's the only thing we're going to move. We're going to move the sternum up and back. Your hips might drop back a little bit. That's fine. Right? The only thing you're moving, the thing you're like, responsible for in this pose, lifting your sternum without rolling your eyes. All right, so check in with the eyes. Yeah. Check in with the chin. Did you lift it? Because our brain just loves to do that. Our brain loves to, uh, to kind of make that happen. Instead, go from the center. Go from the center. Lift the chin. I mean, lift the, <laughs> lift the chest. And as your chest comes up, as you change the positioning of the upper back, the head will change position. But it's not decreasing in length. Everything is increasing in length. So if you feel that the neck has gotten shorter in back, you want to bring your head back into alignment. Breath in. Then pull your abdominals in towards your spine again to come upright and sit back to your heels. Good work. Close your eyes. Pause. Notice the reaction in the body. And just get real still. Do nothing else. Right. Notice what your body might be telling you to do. Like, like usually our... Our brain is the thing that's speaking. Right. And so what's your body saying to you? Maybe it's a big jumble of, of signal right now. Right. Take your time. Listen. Right. Listen as you would to a foreign language you're just learning. Right. Because sometimes that's what it is when our body's talking to us. Our mind's really good. Our mind has agendas and plans and performative goals. Our body does not. And again, I'm going to do the same setup. We're going to get first core body drawn in, arms at your sides, squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another, bring your hands around. Notice your elbows. You're going to try to point them toward the back wall as you come up. And then head is level, right? And you're going to lift the center of your chest. As you do, you will notice as, as you lift your heart up, trying to lift the heart toward the ceiling, your gaze rises in relationship to that. And then as you take your chest back, if your sternum is pointing at the ceiling, so too will your gaze. And notice the head getting out of alignment or the chin coming forward. Bring your head in line with your spine, right? No... In this case, not where your bum is, but where your head is. <laughs> Good to know the difference between those two. Breathe in. And then pull into your core body. Breathe out. Sit back to child's pose. And what comes up? What comes at you? 
You don't need to make any meaning out of that. Sometimes we'll take that first thing and then we'll just like gnaw at it like in analysis. Does anybody ever overthink anything? Yeah. Sometimes you can just notice. And then notice the next thing and notice the next thing and notice reactivity that comes up and then notice how it will just kind of ebb away. Not everything needs us to analyze it. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Exhale your weight to high plank, tightening in as you go. When you inhale, right arm and left leg up, breathe here. Exhale, hand down, foot down, inhale to down dog. Then exhale to high plank, tightening in as you go. Inhale, left arm and right leg up. Put down, hand down, breathe in, down dog. Good, breathe out here. When you breathe in, right leg up and back behind you. And right knee to right elbow. Let the shin bone move its own way across the mat and set down at whatever diagonal that leg will set itself at. Again, no manipulation, pigeon. And come down over the front shin. If pigeon is not for you, feel free to take your variation on this. Right, Get a hip opener. Uh, that, you know, it's not necessarily going to be comfortable. It's going to su- su- challenge the hip muscle, but not the knee, not the ankle, not the sacroiliac joint. So you're, you're being very aware of what is good challenge. And in a stretch in this modality, it's in the musculature. So it feels like a broad sensation or a long sensation rather than a sharp sensation. Now, maybe a pretty intense, broad or long sensation in the muscle, but it's not sharp. It's not shooting. There's no nerve kind of component to it, no tingling. So if you fail those things, right, that's just disrespectful to your body to be putting pain into a joint. So I treat it like you would a disrespectful person. And you learn something, get the you know what out. And then there's the other the element of the intensity, right? That you may be in the right spot, but you may be just like, in it too far. How do you know that? Well, if you can't breathe, if you can't maintain steady stream of breath, then you're probably at a depth that's a little too much for right now. You could use props in that situation, put a block under your chest or your hip. 
and get just enough sensation that you can maintain the composure of your breath. And then sometimes our mind is just so busy and reactive that that's the issue in these. If that is the case, go to your breath. Let it move through those mental tangles. Really interested in this most important thing that's going on in your life. Breath in. Breath out. With your next inhale, you're going to walk your hands in and come up to really, almost like an up dog where you're really strong in the hands. Tuck the back toes, lift the leg, lift your hips. Be in a plank position before you ever take that foot off the floor. Back to down dog. Pause, get a read on the two legs. And then left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, bring knee to left elbow. Let the leg place itself in pigeon. Right? It doesn't need to go any further than in. Just a, then back leg, back as far as it's going to go. Assess here if this is like a joint issue thing that you need to get out of this pose, feel free to do that. And then uh, come down over the shin. Generally, if you're experiencing joint pain when you first get into the pose, it's not a good idea to go deeper. Just, again, common sense, but it usually doesn't get better. And then once you're in the position you've chosen, do that scan. Be sure that sacroiliac joint where the hip and spine meet, all good there. All good at the knee joint. All good at your ankle. Right. And then adjust to have the right amount of sensation in the hip and the hamstring and the side of the leg. Set your breathing to that steady metronomic rhythm. And we're still within the body. Right? You just give up all the external you know, fidgeting and wiggling. Right? You move your mind and like go deep with it into what's going on in your hip. And is it enough sensation? Is it too much sensation? Right? We don't know these things until we get still. Right? The, the stillness of the body in a posture is like when we stop talking long enough to listen. And just in the same way, to get to the point where you're still and you've listened and your body says, I need to go deeper or less deep, respond accordingly. Mm -hmm. A few more breaths here. 
And I am up to look at students. So those of you um, who are up, you can come up too, but uh, no need to come up just because I'm here. This looks good. You breathe one more full breath. And we'll all walk up to the hands. And so you got this kind of up dog sensation here. You're pressing down, you're lifting your chest up. Tuck the back toe, squeeze the leg tight. Pull your abdominals in to lift the hips to about shoulder height before you take the foot up. And down dog. That just allows you to maintain the stretch as long as possible and uh, get out of it without reactivating. Yeah, it's also. Those of you that uh, have ever experienced sparkle thigh, um, it helps guard against sparkle thigh. If you're not sure what sparkle thigh is, good. <laughs> you, never, you never want that. Bring knees to the mat and that turn to, in here we'll turn left for straddle, but home, do what you need to do. I'm going to go with seated straddle. Now, a couple things with seated straddle. This is one of those poses that uh, for a lot of us, it's just, it's a patience project. But for, for many of us too, it's an alignment thing. So if you sit into a straddle and you're sitting a little behind your sitting bones, I'll turn with you guys so that you can see. If I were to be seated, this is not just having bad posture. Um, it's not about having bad posture. It's just that each one of us has a different bone structure. We want to get to sit on the, the middle of the sitting bones to feel the front of the sitting bones on the mat. If you don't feel the front of your sitting bones on the mat, grab a sitting block, grab a blanket. If you're not sure about it, it won't hurt you to be on a sitting block or blanket. It will hurt us over the course of time to try to straddle from back here. So get yourself well set up before you go. Then bring your arms down center line. Let your head rest if it can. Like if you can turn a block on the side, that your forehead center can rest. Do. And just give the weight of your head to the block or the blanket or your arms. Squeeze the legs firmly. Um, for most of us here, our toes want to point a little forward or a little back. See if you can get your toes to point straight up. Right? So those of us that kind of pitch forward, the toes will be pitched forward. Everybody take a look at your toes. And uh, even if you think that you know where they are, just go ahead and take a look at your toes. Because uh, I'm looking at a lot of toes that are pitched forward. So that's why I'm saying it. Um, then you can rest your head again. And keep the squeeze on your legs that keeps the toes pointing straight up. So if you are a flopper by nature, the, uh, the toes will want to come forward and it'll be a continual squeezing of the muscle to uh, maintain their uprightness. And that'll be fine. You'll continue to do that. That is, that is the work. If you are already a flopper, your work is in squeezing your legs firmly in this pose. If you are not a flopper, your work is in being patient with yourself as you're coming toward the floor. Uh, either way, the same kind of rules apply. If you feel this in joint structure, uh, sacroiliac joint or the knee, there's a good chance that your straddle position is too wide. You don't need to go wide. It doesn't, doesn't benefit you if it's in the knee or the, uh, around the spine that you feel this. So go more narrow with your straddle if you're feeling it in the joint structure. If that still doesn't work, you can move out of the pose, but uh, this is a pose that is tough to stay with. 
It just by nature is tough to stay with. So we want to discern out. Okay. Definitely, we don't want to hurt ourselves. But we're going to meet some challenge here. If you're a flopper, your challenge will be keeping your toes up. If you're a non-flopper, uh, the challenge will be just the patience that it takes to be in something here that is deep for the hips. And let's face it, getting a little still in our modern day culture is a little boring for the mind. And a lot of times when we're bored, we make our own drama. Instead, can we get interesting to ourselves? Can we make this you know, essential thing of being human, having a body, having breath and a heartbeat, a mind and a psyche, a rich, energetic and emotional life? Can we make that interesting enough without layering in opinion, distraction, criticism. Can we stay in this moment without the present or future, or the past or the future? Breath in. Breath out. And then on an inhale, slowly come up, you pause, and you're either glad it's over or you're glad you did it. Little roll out, and bend your knees in, come onto your back, make your way to Shavasana. Take your time. It's, it's interesting to move directly from straddle to Shavasana. It's kind of a depth thing that yeah, you may want to just keep in your body. Then again, if you need anything to be comfortable lying down, do. And once you've laid yourself out, let your eyes close, your face soften, your jaw release. Again, all the communication and expressions neutral and peaceful, set that tone and enjoy the rest.
Everyone at home, when you're ready to move again, start with your fingers and your toes and reawaken slow. And then roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Take a moment to arrange yourself well. Have a breath. Bring hands together, heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Nice work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super. Well done. See you soon.